Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbaum. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of Print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. I used to be a rolling stone, you know. If a cause was right, I'd leave to find an answer on the road. And welcome everybody, Bob Stauffer joining you. This is Oilers now live on a game night. The Edmonton Oilers, the Philadelphia Flyers down at Rogers Place. Guess what? There's still tickets available for tonight's game. Match up between two pretty good hockey clubs, two teams that have started the season the right way. Oilers coming in with a record of 5-1, and one, looking to bounce back after an underwhelming performance. Played okay, not uh, well enough to win in Chicago. Chicago a little bit more desperate. Flyers looking to bounce back. They were beaten in Calgary last night by a score 3-1. Tickets available. Check out EdmontonOilers.com and Ticketmaster for more information. Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up, we'll set it up. The Oilers and the Flyers, what we uh, envision the two teams going with. We'll hear from Reed Wilkins as well. In the opening half hour of the show from Inside Sports, Mark Spector will swing by 1230 to 1:30 today for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing. On Friday nights and Sunday days, out at Century Mile Racetrack in Nisku. And at 135 today, spent nine years as general manager of the Minnesota Wild. He's in his second season as GM of the Philadelphia Flyers. Chuck Fletcher joining us on 
Oilers now. Here's how you can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree is bigger and better now, 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor. River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. You can also text us on our Ashley Fine Floors Oilers Now text line. It's 6.30, We're available on Twitter. At Oilers Now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan Escott at uh, Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. So, Edmonton and Philadelphia. Oilers got some um, news today on the injury front. We suspected something was up with Joe Kim Nygaard. Did not play in the third period against the Chicago Blackhawks. Got belted late second. Suffered a rib injury. He will be out two to four weeks. Oilers tonight. We'll go with Connor McDavid up front with Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Cassian. They're going to flip James Neal over to the left side with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Alex Chason getting a chance in the top six as uh, Tomas Yurcho gets uh, moved further down the lineup. Yurcho was uh, a guy that didn't see a lot of ice time back half of that game in Chicago on Monday night. Riley Sheehan will center Jujar Kara and Patrick Russell comes back in the lineup. Russell... Uh, had some good moments with Shane and Kara against the New York Islanders. Marcus Granlin with uh, Tomas Yurcho and Josh Archibald. The Oilers' bottom six, five forwards, UFAs at the end of this year. So they're playing for jobs. On defense, Nurse with Ethan Bear. We'll hear from Ethan Bear today. Oscar Clefbaum with Joel Person. Chris Russell with Matt Benning. It will be Miko Koskinen starting in goalies 2-0, a 2.40 goals against average, and a 9.14 save percentage. He also beat the Flyers last year. It's been a bit of a homer series. Oilers have won a bunch of games here at Edmonton. The Flyers have won a bunch of games in uh, Philly. You'd recall last February, the Oilers came out of their uh, bye week, went into Philadelphia, built up a 4-2 lead. Flyers uh, killed them on the power play, got four power play goals, and then one on a turnover in overtime. Uh, that was on a Saturday afternoon. On the Sunday afternoon, Edmonton went into Montreal, lost no T on a goal by Jonathan Drouin as well. For Philadelphia last night, and we do not think that these lines are going to stay the same but uh last night they had kevin hayes centering claude Giroux and james van reenstyk sean couturier with oscar lindblom and travis connecting scott lawton was with former other tyler pitlick and jake voracek and uh raffle always got to make sure which one it is uh michael raffle uh was with chris stewart who played last season in the english league the eihl and Carson and Torniski, who uh, had spent uh, several years in the Western Hockey League with Kelowna and the Calgary Hitmen. They had Provorov with Braun on defense last night. Provorov signing that big contract extension, $6.75 million times six year. Travis Sanheim with Matt Niskanen. Uh, Robert Haig out of uh, Moto, the Swedish League, with Shane uh, Gostaber, who had... Some numbers go up and down over the last four seasons. Case in point, two years ago, he had 65 points plus 10. Last year, dropped to 37 points minus 20. And it will be Carter Hart, the short park product, in goal. So that's a quick uh, look at things. The Flyers, by the way, Hayes signing that seven-year deal for $50 bucks. Giroux, JVR, and Voracek. They make over $30 million through the first four games. They have just one goal between the four of them and two points. So to me, this is a dangerous hockey game. The Oilers' uh, special teams have been terrific 
It's part of the story. Edmonton currently second in the league on the power play at 40%, number one in the league at PK, 95%. As we go into the orders now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. And Dave Tippett uh, gave some perspective on the orders maintaining strong special teams numbers. Well, both of them have their challenges. Obviously, our power play hasn't changed that much from last year. Other kneelers kind of jumped in there and take some of that but those guys have played together for a long time so there there's a lot of things that they do that they're in sync with um, you know so hopefully that can continue the way that goes uh, our penalty kill I like our personnel we've got some personnel that's really done a good job uh, our goaltending has been pretty steady with it um, Jim Playfer has done a great job with the uh, with the units and making sure we're prepared on who we're playing so both uh, both have been pretty steady and we just hope that they stay that way. Alex Chason gets moved up, gets a shot in the top six. Here's Dave Tippett. Well, we're trying to get Chaser a little more engaged. He was he missed about a week or you know seven or eight days there to some illness. So we're trying to get him going here a little more. With uh, with Nygaard being out, we uh, we were looking for another left winger. So we flipped uh, Neeler over there, and Chason was. Uh, a guy we wanted to have a look with Nuge and, and Neeler. So hopefully he grabs that opportunity, goes up there. He's been around some chances lately, hasn't capitalized, so maybe capitalize with those guys. Oilers uh, have one goal from their bottom six through the first six games of the season. That's Joe Kim Nygaard, who again is out two to four weeks with a rib issue. Um, but Dave Tippett says he thinks the offense is on its way from the bottom six. We were talking about that this morning. Like They, they have had some good chances, so it'd be nice to see them some of those go in for them. It just uh, doesn't matter if you're top six or bottom six. It's nice to see you get a couple points, get on the board there a little bit. You just feel better about their game. Although, like, I, I've liked their games the whole trip. I mean, the Sheehan line uh, has played well, and uh, Granlin going in there has had the, his best games, you know, at center ice with her so far because he's a little more involved in the game. So we'll see how it goes tonight, but there's... Uh, those guys want to score. It's not as if they don't want to help out on that end, but you know, as long as they're cleaning up some of the other stuff that we we need and and can take some minutes, especially minutes you play in the offensive zone, you know, they're doing a good job for us. All right, Dave Tippett, uh, Mark Spector is going to join us today at 12:35 uh, here on the eighth floor broadcast. Uh, booth uh, location at Rogers Place and uh, Speck asked a question about the Oilers depth being tested. Adam Larson obviously out several more weeks with a broken right fibula. Uh, the Oilers have seen Baron Person step up on the fence. Now Nygaard's out up front and Tippett discussed uh, the Oilers uh, te- depth being tested. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. I mean, I think our our two young defensemen have gone in there and, and stabilized for us. So you're you know, we talk about this an opportunity for somebody else, and it's uh, you know, look at the the opportunity those those young guys have taken. Now, um, you know, we've had forwards that have been itching for a little more time. Uh, Chase on being one of those. So Nygaard coming out, Chase on Chase on going up. Uh, hopefully, that's a we can maximize his his usage a little more but uh, you know it puts puts emphasis on everybody doing their job everybody has to contribute in some way and uh, injuries are they happen to every team we've got a couple of them now that uh, we have to deal with but we still have to go out there and do what we have to do to win every night and that's that's where a player's mindset is. All right. Alex Chason draws in uh, he had this to see on the orders 5 and 1 start to the season 
a lot of changes in the organization. I think it was a key for us to get off to a good start. One thing for sure makes everyone feel good about themselves. Uh, it gives confidence in the locker room, and this is a good place to be right now for us. And he wanted to be here, too. I know that Chase on... Uh he got a two-year extension of $2.2 million, decent salary. I mean, the guy scored 22 goals last season, and I think of the bottom six forwards over the last couple games, he's been the best. Uh, but he had this to say about his passion for playing here in Edmonton. There's a reason why I wanted to come back here. I, I think this group is special. Um, starts in the locker room. We have a bunch of just good people. Um, and I think that transfers on the ice, and I think it shows on TV. Uh, I've got a few people reaching out lately to just show how um, we're playing as a team and everyone's in the same boat and everyone's pulling together, and uh, that goes a long way. Uh, you know, last game in Chicago may not have been our best effort as a team, but everyone's still pulling, still pulling. We still got a shot. You know, at the end of the game, we're right there. It's a one-goal game. Um, so these are good things this group uh, is doing. I know it's early in the season, but um, it's, it's great to get off to one of these starts. All right, uh, those comments there from Alex Chason. Patrick Russell is back in. He had this to see on what he needs to do to stick in the lineup. I feel like I'm ready. I just got to keep playing the way I've been playing, doing all the little things right, and, and play hard. So, yeah, I, I feel like it's another opportunity for me, and I'm ready. Joel Person looking to bounce back after he got bounced around by the Chicago Blackhawks. Andrew Shaw with the old-fashioned slobber knocker knocked the crap out of him with one hit. But uh, Person had this to say, and the Oilers getting a good start because they were a little sleepy against Chicago on uh, Monday night in the first period. Of course, uh, it's important, uh, but as I would say in every game, the start is important. So uh, <laughs> need to go out and put on the gas from the start. And uh, as you said, they played yesterday and uh, should be a little more tired than we are. So uh, we need to uh, yeah, really put on the gas from the start. And the Oilers, you know, you don't often see a lot of uh, five-on-five uh, defensive drills on a morning skate, but we saw that today, and I think that was an illustration of Dave Tippett wanting to ensure that there was a little bit more compete, a little bit, you know, perk, uh, the proverbial ears up on the players. Again, they missed some windows against Chicago in that first period. Two breakaways in that game, Dry Settle and McDavid, uh, 0 for 2 in the power play in the first period. If they score in one of those two breakaways, maybe if they get one, you know, capitalize on the power play early, we're talking about a 6 0 start to the season instead of 5 and 1. That said, I don't want to be uh, too harsh and critical. Let's see what sort of juice the Oilers bring with tonight. Uh, one more storyline, and it's going to be a storyline for a while because he has a chance to be somebody very special for his community, is Ethan Barron. He's playing more and more minutes with each and every game, paired with Darnell Nurse. And I asked, uh, you know, Ethan today about sort of, you know, how he, you know, do you embrace the pressure that comes with, you know, representing your community? And he had a pretty detailed response. It, no, it's part of who I am, and uh, you know, we don't, like, you know, we, we there's not a lot of whole a whole lot of native players. So I think, uh, you know, whenever one makes it, you know, I think we all kind of support one another. You know, it's it's a it's a big way to come. You know, considering what's happened in the past from you know residential schools and a lot of the the backlash on our history, and it's it's uh, you know for me to just to be here and to keep striving. You know, it's it's a dream come true. But you know, I just uh, it really helps having all that emotional support from the behind. There you go. That's Ethan Barrett. I recall uh, broadcasting his brother's games, Everett Barrett, who played in the Western Hockey League but played at the University of Manitoba for Mike Sarant, scored a goal against the Golden Bears in the 2005 Championships in the National Semifinal game. Actually, the only goal of the game for the Bisons that night. 12-19 in Edmonton. Quickly in NHL today when we come back, and then we'll bring aboard Reed Wilkins. You're listening to Winners Now. 
Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Well, James Neal, he's been the real deal so far for the Oilers. It's 12:22 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. We bring aboard Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Reed, nice to see your smiley face here high above the our perch at Rogers Place. Special shout-out to uh, Jason and Stuart, all the gang at Rogers Place, for giving uh, this one booth a little bit of heat. It's uh, terrific. What a difference it makes. So It is nice. Thanks, thanks guys. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. James Neal, incredible start to the Oilers, Bob. I, I wonder how it's going to play out for him throughout the season. His, his shooting percentage is obscenely high at 38%, but, you know, you, you can have guys who wind up in the high teens if they have a really good year. Neal's had a, a couple seasons right around 15% for his career. He's, he's just under 12 and it's kind of it's kind of fun. The team's winning. He's doing well. You can already start looking at some career highs for Neil. He had 18 power play goals as a career high in 11-12. Yeah. Yeah. He already has six, so he's got 74 games. To, well, he to played get with you know what? More. Crosby and Malkin were on that first well, power play unit, and that's where I want to you know just let's start there. The power play is number two. The penalty kills number one. Yep. I'm not actually surprised that the power play is that good. They got Glenn Goldson back as a coach. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, all you we got lots of analytics guys that listen to this show. They know Nugent Hopkins, five on five, second liner, you know, points per 60. Uh, power play, five on four, historically speaking, first line productivity, uh, points per 60. And McDavid and Drysaddle, I mean, they're, they're first liners in both scenarios. Sure. So when you have those three guys, Reed, that spot, that net front presence, that's a coveted spot. Well, and we, and we saw Nugent Hopkins, how he can move the puck. He's good with that drop pass back to Clefbaum, but he also puts him in himself in a position where he can shoot it from there. A lot of patience setting up Neil for the, for the one goal they did get in Chicago. And, you know, I thought one thing about Clefbaum, he's, he does a pretty good job keeping the puck in at the, at the blue line at times, so, the, so that has helped as well. The penalty kill, I'm really interested to see where this is going to go. 95%, again, another number that will not last. Statistical anomaly. But, but the top penalty kill, I just look back at the last three years, the top penalty kill in the league has been right around 85%. Yep. And that I think that's realistic for the Oilers. I, I mean, sure, they might have a four-game stretch where they give up you know, five or six power play goals against, and that's a bit of a slump, and it brings you down. But since they've started so well, right, and, and they have good structure, they they have some aggression, they've been good at clearing pucks. I think uh, a mid eighty percent penalty kill is achievable for the Edmonton Oilers, and it, like they could realistically go from the second last penalty kill in the NHL to a top three penalty kill this year. I I, I really so why do you think that's high. happened? Okay, goaltending, first of all. They've sure. been getting the saves, but they haven't okay. been giving up a ton of shots with with the man advantage. And I, I think what we're seeing here is they're more aggressive. They're more um, – well, I, I think confidence figures into it. I mean, they're pursuing loose pucks. They're battling for loose pucks. And they're more efficient clearing the puck. And, and, and I, I – how about they actually have forwards that are dedicated to penalty? Well, that's another thing we've right. talked they've about, got, too, is they, that they, they have so, players who are embraced. They're not taking players who have never penalty killed and saying, okay, now you got to be a penalty like, killer. You know, I, and I know you're a fan of Mark Letestu, but one of my frustrations with what happened with Mark is he was not a great penalty killer because he didn't have great stop-start uh, stop speed. And then Jay Woodcroft put him on the first power play unit, right? Because Nugent Hopkins was on the second unit when Mark was here. So Latestu was that offside shooter right. as a right shot. 
And what ended up happening in Latestu is he was originally brought in to be a PK guy in a bottom six center. And instead, he ended up going on the first unit power play. And then he'd be on the second unit PK. His face-off percentage was terrible. And the order, and, and so, and, and that's what happens is when guys get that sugar time, they want to be on the power play, right? So what's happened here, Riley Sheehan knows his role. Mm-hmm. You're a penalty killer. Josh Archibald, you're a penalty killer. Marcus Granlin, you're a penalty killer. And so the orders, I mean, they use dry settle a fair amount on the PK. Nugent use, Hopkins and Nugent Hopkins. Out. They haven't used McDavid at all, which is fantastic. He's just come out at the end, really, right, a couple right? of times. So yeah. I, to me, as much as, yes, Jim, Jim uh, Playfair has to receive some credit, but I think it's also they went and found guys that could plug and play right. in those roles, and then, of course, and, the goaltender stopped the puck. And, and even, and even, you know, they had that good burst at the end of the 17-18 season where they actually got really good the, the final third of that season. But they, I mean, Strom and Kara were often the first guys out on the penalty kill, and, and neither one of those guys, I think, really identified as a penalty killer. So I, I think you're right. And I was going to add, too, and this might sound like a simple thing to do once the puck is on your stick, but they've been better at clearing pucks because there were a lot of plays last year where they would win a puck battle and the, they'd shoot it in the defenseman's chest or, or wouldn't make a strong enough play to clear it. So all those little things, I, I think, have, have added up to the 95%. I'm a little nervous about tonight's game, Reed. they yeah, got $30 million worth of players that have scored one goal and got two points all year. they still got a 2-1-1 one, one record. Like, they're getting support scoring in Philadelphia, and they're big dogs, you know, JVR and uh, Voracek. Those guys don't have a point. Giroux's just got an assist. Hayes got a goal. And that's a lot of money tied up in those players. They haven't been offensively contributing yet. So Well, and Carter Hart, yeah, he's, well, he's back, the short park kid. We'll see how he does. I mean, the Oilers got four against him in Philly last True. year, right? We'll, I mean, it's does he come in and pull off a Darren Poopa? <laughs> You're, you just want to set a record for Darren Poopa references this 1984, year. 1984-85, Was and it a shutout or was it? He got a shutout, 2 okay. nothing. when the Oilers were the team in the NA. Actually, you know what? I Come to think of it, I think it might have been the well, – it was either the 84-85 or the 80, it was it was the 85 calendar year. We'll tell okay. you that right now. All right, what do we got coming up tonight on the uh, face? Uh, late, this is a yeah. Well, we got your interview uh, with Ethan Bear. Uh, I talked to uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, we're in Studio Nine Ninety Nine. Kevin Lowe is going to join us. Today. All right, and we'll mention that we've got Chuck Fletcher coming up as well. The GM, nice. real good guy. We're going to head off to a global. Let's read Wilkins from Inside Sports. It is twelve twenty eight in Edmonton. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update uh, with Eileen Bell. When we come back, Mark Spector is going to be led into our broadcast booth. Reed's going to go downstairs and go grab Spec for us. And uh, Mark Spector, Spector and Stoffer for the horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing Friday nights and Sunday afternoons out at Century Mile. This is Oilers Now, live on a game day from Rogers Place. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.